You see them all the time on social media posts. Hashtags. Sometimes people use a lot of them and sometimes they don't. What's the point of hashtags really? While an average social media user might use hashtags somewhat ironically on their personal channels, businesses can use them effectively to help grow and increase engagement on their social media platforms. Having the right hashtags is a critical part of your social media strategy. Posts on Instagram that have at least one hashtag average 12.6% more engagement than posts without them. It's time to get started being strategic about them. Hi, and welcome to Startup Marketing, the podcast created with female founders in mind. I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, and I'm a marketing coach who teaches female startups how to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I spent 10 years working in the corporate world before starting Authentic, and no matter where I'm working, I love branding and marketing. And now I'm here to break down my exact blueprint to starting a business, branding it, and marketing it for growth. Together, we can build something crazy successful. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 16 of Startup Marketing. Today, we're going to be taking a deep dive into hashtags. Most small businesses rely on social media to reach their customers, and hashtags are a great way to increase your visibility and engagement. Knowing how to use hashtags will increase your engagement. So let's dive in. The pound symbol, also known as an octothorpe, was originally used to mark numbers. When Twitter was on the rise in the summer of 2007, Chris Messina, inventor of the hashtag, had an idea to use the symbol as a way to group tweets so users could find content they found important. While an average social media user might use hashtags somewhat ironically on their personal channels, businesses can use them effectively to help grow and increase engagement on their social media platforms. Having the right hashtags is a critical part of your social media strategy. And they're not just for Twitter anymore. A post with at least one hashtag on Instagram sees 12.6% more engagement than posts without one according to Later, an Instagram scheduling tool and partner. Let's do a quick rundown of the basics of hashtags in case you're new to them. First, they always start with the pound symbol, but they don't work if you use spaces, punctuation, or symbols when you type them out. Second, your accounts must be public in order for hashtagged content to be visible to non-followers. It won't matter how awesome your hashtag game is if no one can see your post. Third, use relevant hashtags. You want the hashtags you're using to be relevant to the content you're posting because your goal is for new users to be able to discover your account. So if you're a food blogger who always uses the hashtag self-love, when someone is looking for food bloggers, they may not think of self-love. And likewise, people searching for posts about self-love may not be thinking about food. So in this instance, you're missing out on potential followers because your hashtag isn't relevant to what you're posting. And in the other case, you're attracting people who may not be interested in what you're posting. A better option would be to use a hashtag like food blogger of Instagram, or food blogger life. Fourth, be intentional about your hashtags. It's become popular to add 75 hashtags to the end of the post, but more is not always better. We're going to do a deep dive into finding the right hashtags for your posts so that you don't end up looking spammy. Having a paragraph of hashtags at the end of your post is overwhelming to the reader and usually sends up red flags about potential spam bots. Fifth, 
You also want to capitalize the first letter of each word. This is something that I honestly still forget to do sometimes. When hashtags first came into existence, you didn't do this, but over time, best practices have changed. Now, capitalizing the first letter of each word increases readability and makes your hashtags screen reader friendly, which is crucial for followers and potential customers of yours with disabilities to be able to find and interact with you. All right, now that we've got the basics out of the way, how do you find the hashtags that are the most useful for your brand? It starts with a little bit of research that's really easy to do. First, start by conducting some competitor research. What hashtags do they use? Start making a list. At this time, you don't need to worry about keeping it small. Just jot down any hashtags that would be relevant to your content. But please note, don't steal all of the hashtags someone uses or use them in the exact same group. It's not cool and savvy entrepreneurs and businesses will sniff out you pretty quick when they see a dip in their engagement because you're siphoning off their audience with their exact hashtag groups. You'll also want to look at what hashtags your potential customers are using. This will help give you an idea about what they're thinking about and what they find important. Using some strategic hashtags from your customers will help bring you into their space and give them visibility to you. Once you've got the list of potential hashtags, start typing them into a post on Instagram. Instagram will show you how many posts use that hashtag, but it will also suggest additional related hashtags and show you the number of posts for those as well. This is useful because it allows you to see the popularity of a hashtag. What you want to do when you compile a list of hashtags is to create a good mix of popular hashtags and niche hashtags. To use an analogy, I've got a little baby sitting at my feet while I record this podcast. To use an analogy, think of it like creating a list of local, regional, and national groups or hashtags. The local hashtags are specific to your business. Hashtag authentic branding and marketing. And don't have a large number of posts using it. Think in the hundreds. A regional hashtag would be something like hashtag Omaha marketing. It has several thousand posts associated with it. And then you get into your quote unquote national hashtags like hashtag marketing life that have several hundred posts associated with it. When it comes to the national hashtags, one thing you want to make sure you're doing is adding an extra word to your category so that you're not using a hashtag that has millions of posts. Someone's getting hungry. <laughs> when you get into the millions, the hashtag is considered universal and so common that it won't really do much for your brand. Please note, hashtags aren't actually called local, regional, and national hashtags. That's just my way of categorizing them and giving you a visual to help you understand as I talk about them. Having a group of hashtags that has a mix of reach associated with them allows you to get discovered by more people. The local hashtags will help you build your brand. Regional and national ones help you gain visibility. It's also important to have a mix of hashtags with different levels of reach because each time another user adds a post with the same hashtag as you're using, your post gets pushed further down in the search results for the hashtag. So local and regional hashtags keep you discoverable longer than the national ones where you'll quickly get buried. But those national hashtags are still useful because they're popular. Users will still find your post because they will spend time combing through more posts with larger hashtags. 
Once you have your list of hashtags, you'll want to create smaller groups of them. Now here, some people believe that you should really only use a certain number for each platform and other people say, go ahead, use as many hashtags as they give you space for. Um, but as we discussed, that looks a little bit spammy and others are kind of in the middle of the road where they say, you know, maybe 10 to 20 hashtags for each post. So if you're someone who wants to try to optimize and kind of go by uh, the books, think five to 10 for Instagram, one to two for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and two to five for Pinterest. I don't stick to that. I use somewhere between 10 and 15 for each of my posts, regardless of the channel I'm in. So I build a few groups of hashtags based on my ideal customers that I can pull from easily that are based on hashtag research. This way, when I'm scheduling my posts, I don't have to do research every single time. I just add one or two hashtags that are specific to what I'm talking about in the post. For example, when I take this podcast and I put it into my social media content, I would use these hashtags. Hashtag authentic marketing, hashtag Omaha marketing, hashtag small business tips, hashtag small business women, hashtag small business support, hashtag small business branding, hashtag small business consultant, hashtag social media tips, hashtag social media strategy. Note, there isn't a hashtag, hashtag anything in that list because any form of it was so universal or broad that it didn't look worth including. As you're doing your research, you might see that a hashtag like marketing strategy has a lot of posts. Consider tweaking your hashtags with some of the following words to land your post in a somewhat smaller hashtag category. That way it's a little bit easier to get discovered. Saying things like hashtag marketing strategy life. So adding life onto the end of a word instead of just hashtag marketing strategy. Hashtags for your community, like marketers of Instagram, or using your location, like Omaha Marketing. Okay, when you Google how to use hashtags effectively, you'll find a ton of great blogs about it. One thing you will see is that a lot of them will recommend using a hashtag research tool. These tools are nice, but don't feel obligated to invest in one. You can definitely accomplish solid research without a tool and get started and not only that, but a lot of social media scheduling tools like Buffer and Later have some kind of hashtag suggestion tool built into them. So look at what you've already got before you start investing in additional tools. Hashtags are so helpful to increase reach and engagement on social media. If you're not using them or you haven't been using them strategically, now's the time to get started. I've created a complete guide of using hashtags for your social media that includes everything I talked about today, broken down into one easy to read place. Download it today at getauthenticbranding.com resources. And of course, if you enjoy startup marketing, please rate, review, and subscribe to help other business learners like you find this podcast. Until next time.